Maybe at work? In the car? Wherever you are. It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. All right, big thanks. I had to kill that. <laughs> Where is that coming from? Where is that? We went right into the next video, boy. It was going to just keep on rolling. Oh, big, that thanks be very <laughs> big thanks to the Travel Bucks for the music on the audio side. And our featured patrons, Mom, Dad, Two Boys, Sue's Mom, GSMX2, BKQG Family, Dog Mom of Two, Trexer Zero, Hide Go Seek, TX History Lady or TX HIST Lady, Texas History Lady, Zipper Tiff, TWH Rider, and our returning patrons. It's like an own little section now, Jesse. It's awesome. Yep. Geocaching Adam, Master Sergeant USMC, Oil Bear 125, uh, who are back. Also, new patrons, Thumper G and TX Care Bear, Gas Station Tuna, Runner Casher, and the Truck. The truck. I love that one. If you'd like to become a patron, I like them all too, but I like the truck because part of his name, which I think people don't really, you know, it's like, that's awesome. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the become a patron link on the front page of the geocache talk website, or head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the very now famous worldwide famous, whatever coin. Blackout coin. There we go. <laughs> World famous. It World famous. Well, there's people with some very cool pictures, though. Yes, we've That's had some great, great ones. We, we we love it. If you if you have a blackout coin and you take a picture somewhere with it, send it to us, and we will post it on uh, something called Instagram. I'm not familiar with what that is, but it's supposedly <laughs> pretty cool. Um, just kidding, and. Um, so if you are a patron, you get a blackout coin, other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content, which we have a lot of bonus content of late. That's showing it more, and there's a brand new thing starting tomorrow night, too. So I know. That's awesome. That's in, it's in the news tonight. And invites to special events only for patrons. We rearranged our patron breakfast <clears throat> for uh, Mingo Madness, so that's all been redone. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Pardon me there. Support levels start at as little as bison tube level, which is $3 a month. So let me welcome my co-host, Jesse. Good evening uh, at a normal time. And we're not on any odd times or any odd show. It's getting, it's getting kind of crazy lately. We're trying to do so much to fill the void. And it, it's almost like this, you know, just 
you never know when we're going to be on. So it's right. uh, it's been a lot lately. We've been filming a lot behind the scenes and yeah. nights a week and trying to join in all the other shows when we can and and really just think about only geocaching instead of all that, you know, with other stuff we're not going to mention out there going on. So Exactly. Yeah, we've had a lot of um, – I've had a note from one of our uh, patrons who said, man, you guys have a lot of content around. I go, is that a bad thing? He's like, no, no, not a bad thing at all. But it was like a lot of info, you know, that we're giving a lot of podcasts. Uh, last week we had, uh, you know, geocaching with kids. Mm-hmm. Very good episode. Go out, uh, go listen to that. That's an audio only, but check that out. Um, we did another patron podcast, trying to do those every month or every Monday mm-hmm. for a while till we get through some of this, but, uh, we got something else we'll talk about here in a moment, but mm-hmm. um, we have our Tuesday night show, which we played GC World, which I think was uh, wildly successful. I think people really loved it. It was a lot of fun, um, and we had some giveaways on that Tuesday night. So if you're available, you know definitely meet a, you know come come see us every Tuesday night. This Tuesday, well, I guess we'll just jump right into the news. So this Tuesday. Um, as we kind of mentioned some of the upcoming shows, we have an interview, uh, which will be fascinating with DJW house, uh, is going to be with us. Um, bounce bounce is going to interview him. Uh, Jesse, I'll be there to sort of, uh, uh, man the pumps as it were for, uh, we'll be in the background. Yeah. For the comments. Uh, we'll kind of keep track of that and we'll, we'll produce the show, but, uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing from those two guys. Um, it's going to be, uh, you know, wonderful. Yeah. Craig was, was watching, you know, it's a, it's, it's in the future. So we always know if the future is going to happen because Craig shows up. So you would think him being from the future, he'd always win all those games. Oh, I know. Now um, I want to mention this too, since I just saw the comment, but y'all keep praying for Lori. Uh, I don't, other than she's in the hospital and she's, going through a lot. Um, obviously don't want to get into what she has or, but it's multiple, multiple things. I think her dad just got moved to a rehab facility. He was also in the hospital. So, I mean, can you imagine having you and your, your father in the hospital at the same time? And um, so Lori, we're praying. what do you say? And right now. Yeah. Now. And right now. Yeah. Yeah. So Lori, we are, we're praying for you. We're thinking about you. We um, we're so glad um, that you're uh, hopefully doing a little bit better. Sounds like that um, things are hopefully getting better. It sounded like, you know, w- with obviously not getting into the details, but um, we just hope you get to go home soon and um, that you're, you know, getting, getting better. So thanks Lori um, so much for, for popping on. I hope tonight, as I mentioned in the note, I sent you that, you know, at least Jesse can be entertaining tonight as best he can. So <laughs> usually not by not on purpose, but you know it's okay. <laughs> no, so that's great. Uh, so okay, oh great, going home. Wow, that's that's, that's awesome. good. News. Yeah. Oh, it's so it, it's so good to get home. You know, uh, Jesse or Jesse and I have both been in the hospital. And we're like, I'm I'm doing better. Can I go home now? Because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not getting any sleep here in the hospital. If anybody's been in the hospital, there's, I mean, they're taking care of you. I mean, I don't want to make too many trips to the hospital. That's no fun. Yeah. I mean, and, and, uh, you know, get off a two side track, but the night nurses, the ones that are working at 2 AM, I mean, 
more power to them. You know, please bless those those uh, guys and gals because um, they were so good. And I, you know, I'm I'm not a bad. I tend to not be a bad uh, patient when I'm in a hospital. Maybe not as great at home, but um, they did. You know, they come in, they try not to bother you too much, but they got to do their work, and that's understandable. So. And they're working hard right now at this time, which oh, yeah. you know, we're not going to get into that. What, what's no, going but, in the world. Everybody knows what's going on in the world, but mm. everybody in the hospital, all the hospital staff, and they're working hard right now for, for all of us. Yeah. Right? Adi, what's a 2 a.m.? Dude, you, you, if you, if you, you, hey, you'll get to, even, you know, at 2 a.m., you've got kids, you know what 2 a.m.'s mm-hmm. like. Uh, <laughs> Christy is knocking you out of the park tonight. Sadly, she's correct. I am a terrible patient. <laughs> I have all the respect for nurses and everything else, not just because she was one, but I know they all work hard, yeah. um, but I am a terrible, terrible patient. So it's it's always bad when I go, which seems to just keep happening. <laughs> but, you know, it is yeah. what it is, right? Um, another Geocache Talk Presents will be on Wednesday. That's one mm-hmm. that Jesse did. Uh, it yeah. was great. Uh, looking forward to that. And then in two weeks, We've got a special show. Um, I didn't really give a lot of detail, but we are going to talk about. Should we talk about books? I think we're talking about books. The the, the new internet. Yeah, the, yeah, that's right. It's the new internet. So looking forward to that. Um, we have a we have some special guests mm-hmm. next Sunday. So really looking forward to that. And um, you want to mention about Monday? Yeah. So Monday is, and we won't spend a lot of time on it because it doesn't apply to everybody, but. It applies to a lot of people now and, and some of our brand new people as well. So just send out a message to the patrons. And tomorrow night, the CFI, CFO and I are kicking off uh, the first book club meeting. So everybody there, you know, I guess it's kind of like in geocaching terms, it's uh, charter members, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is starting during this time that we're not going to say. But uh, if it goes well, this is something that we want to keep going long after this weird time in our history. Yep. Um, because we can do the whole thing and we have a lot of people that we can help guide this. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So book club, it's a virtual book club, right? So obviously right. we're not meeting up anywhere because that would be ill-advised right now. Yep. Um, but we're going to start our virtual book club tomorrow night. All the patrons, you have all the information uh, in your patron feed and it should be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. And obviously we know how it would be so off track if I was the only one leading it. So the CFO is coming in to help us organize this thing and keep it on track. And we can have oh, a my goodness. Oh, sorry. Did I say that loud? I'm sorry. Yeah, nobody heard it. We were ignoring <laughs> Now we're, we're the thankful. only one person gets to bully me per night. She, she <laughs> quit tonight, so. um, thankful so, we have a rudder. All the information is out there. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. We're kicking it off tomorrow night and we'll, we'll see where this thing goes, but I'm really looking forward to this one. So. Yes. Yes. Um, so the other quick note, uh, as we mentioned or has been mentioned, hope everybody knows. I'm sure they know by now. Uh, Migno Madness, which Jess and I are on the committee for, has moved to September 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, the patron breakfast is September 11th. I think pretty much everything else has been moved. That uh, I don't know about the. I know all the all the the big mm-hmm. events are moving. Um, uh, the maze will be there. So we, we, we got that worked out. Um, <laughs> Ryan, what? Yeah. Sorry to inform you guy, but it's been moved. Um, so it's basically bingo just in September. Yeah. 
everything's still going to be there. All the icons are still going to be there. You still get everything. And actually it just gives us more time to add more, you know, more caches and more things to the area. And um, it's going to be great. So. Yeah. Oh, Sherry's moving. Yeah. I'm sorry, Sherry. Yeah. If you can't, um, we, we talked about this before you were going to do this. She did this last time too. Um, yeah. If you come up at the same time, we might, we can move it back a little bit, I guess we can because we don't have to run out to the thing. Um, yeah. Community event hasn't moved, but it will. Yep. Thanks, Ryan. Um, Adi. Adi lives near there. So it's like, Adi, go put out some more caches. And it's like, That's you great. bet. Darn right, I will. So uh, there's some well, great caches out there. If it comes closer, we're going to cover every single bit of it. We'll yeah, make, we'll, we'll do a show. Clo- yeah, we'll do a show closer. Yeah, to let people know. But like, people are asking about location lists. Location list is still available um, because the location list can be done without, um, without the frog. So just know that if the frog isn't there, that's okay. We'll have the banner and you can still get your locationless cash. Some people are asking about that. So, okay. all right. Um, um, uh, last item and then we'll get into the show yep. uh, proper Scott, because I know he's wanting us to get, get, get rolling. Um, the audio listener from Tuesday that won the uh, trackable. Mm-hmm. So we were giving away Path, Pathfinder 33's trackables, which are mm-hmm. so cool. They're very well done. They've got even like a mission on the back, which is kind of neat. So they come pre-missioned. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool, um, which is a neat idea to have things that they want you to do with the trackable because you usually don't get something like that. Yeah, I like that. Um, so Jim Stark won that, Stark Casher. So good for him. And uh I talked to Charles and he will be sending that this week to you, my friend. Mm-hmm. All right. Puzzle cash creation tonight, which is a perfect time to be covering this topic, right? Yes. That's why, that's why it worked out. Worked out perfect. Yeah. For the time um, not be mentioned. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is a, a great time to be thinking about this. Absolutely. So, so we're going to get into a couple of different areas one thing though i have a couple of notes off the top that i want to read as gary goes through these everybody's going to need their that's for another show beverage for the night yeah have your have your thing ready my dad mug i don't know why william had said it's it's a it's too large that's a big mug right there so i'll just leave it no king uh so uh all right here's some ground rules or whatever for tonight ground rules notes okay this this isn't this episode isn't about gadget caches. That's for another show. And especially for Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked your can I show your picture? Is that okay? I liked your yeah. photo. Can I can I use your photo? I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. Then that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that that'll make sense later in the show. Okay, good. All right. Did I spoil it already for that? I'm sorry. You did. You've already ruined the whole show. I ruined the whole show. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good thing nobody's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This episode isn't about puzzle boxes. However, that could be used in combo with the puzzle cache portion. That's for another show. Uh, This episode isn't about challenges because, well, that's for another show. Do what you like and maybe what others might like too. And we'll get into more of that, but that's sort of a theme as we talked about before the show that I wanted to, to mention um, 
because we'll find you'll 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 understand later as we talk about um about that about why I want you to, why I feel like it's a good idea to um a show about puzzle boxes. I like that. That's a good idea. I agree. Uh, yeah, we'll do we'll one. Do that. That's for another show, though. That's for another show. So I got a question right off the bat. Um, I put in the notes. So hopefully Jesse is semi prepared for my question, which is what you makes that's for another show. Or <laughs> for another show. Here. <laughs> there you go. Um, oh, I said it. Um. You want to enjoy another of this? Oh, is that a Colorado beer? What are you drinking tonight? Um, I think I'm drinking a Guinness tonight. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Can't go wrong with a Guinness, buddy. Hard to go wrong with it. Hard, can't. You can't go wrong. Uh, Guinness Stout, in fact. So, what makes a what makes for a good puzzle cache, in your opinion? Um. So, a good puzzle cache is one <laughs> thing, and a good puzzle is a different thing. Exactly. So for me. Uh, and I've been solving a lot of puzzles lately. So because we're in the time that cannot be mentioned, I made a list of all the Colorado puzzles that I haven't solved. That's awesome. Uh, I separated them out. The first list I went through was all the one difficulty puzzles. Right. So I solved all those. So <laughs> then I broke the list into the 1.5s. So I'm going through solving all, I'm kind of getting harder and harder as the time that cannot be mentioned drags out and having gone through those puzzles um i would say the perfect puzzle actually let me back it up i will say every puzzle is terrible until i solve it (laughs) (laughs) so so what i'm really saying is um a puzzle is one that is now everybody has their own opinion but for my opinion uh, a puzzle is one that you want to be uh like you have somewhere to start and it's solvable. Like you look at it and you think it's solvable. Even if it takes a long time, it's something that like, if you're a puzzle creator, you want it to be hard enough to keep their attention for a while. Right. You decide how much that is, but not where they just look at it and they can't do anything. That's my thoughts right now. Obviously there's that category of puzzles that you want to put out there that are a lot of fun that you just, that go unsolved for a long time. But in general, if you want your puzzle to, you know, be popular and fun, and if that's what you're shooting for, you want it solvable, but determining how long it, it's going to take is one thing, right? Like, you feel like if I keep working at this, I'm going to get it. That's the kind of puzzle I like because it draws yeah. you in and you can really enjoy it. I agree completely. Um, I guess there's a place for the outlier. Oh, absolutely. There's some of the easy ones, and there's some of those ones that – there was one around here that like two years it, it, it sat and people were going after it. And that was a lot of fun. And then somebody finally solved it. And then unfortunately with those type of puzzles, it just dropped after that. Yeah. You yeah. Know I mean? Everybody wanted to be first to get it, but um, it, yeah. Uh, Rick had a good point. P- puzzles that can't, cannot be solved are pointless. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I mean, there's, there's a fine line and we'll talk about some of the caches that we have found mm-hmm. or created tonight, but I think there is a fine line and, and we've had electric water boy on. We've kind of talked about that a little bit. And that is you, you, in my opinion for the, for, and we're talking about, and there's, it, ran, it runs the gamut, but for the most part, you want there to be 
at least some kind of breadcrumb out there that can be searched Absolutely. for. Um, and having having said that, that's what you and I both want. Yeah, right? I know. Like there's other people that have tons of opinions, and tonight basically we're talking about our opinions on these. So you know, obviously there's people that want something totally different. This is just in general and what we're thinking because this is what's fun to us. Yeah. Uh, general idea being, hopefully this will spark some some ideas. Right. Yes. So let's get started. Uh, let's look at, you want to go down? You, you kind of tell me, because we're going to start with yours. So I'm going to let you kind of run it and okay. tell me where we're going. And I can bring up the cash if you need me to. So, so yeah, one of the first caches we put out was one that uh, I think we put together pretty well. All the elements. Now, it wasn't complicated um, because it was early on. We didn't really know a lot about puzzles, but right. we tried to put all the elements that we thought were good for a puzzle together. It was a pretty simple one. I mean, it wasn't super hard, right? right. But um, we had a little, uh, so I don't know if you want to pull it up or not. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up while you're talking about it. Okay. So, that- so it was called uh, Legend of the Thompson Valley Squatch. Squatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what the basic store Thompson Valley was the area that it was hidden in. And we were kind of referring to Sasquatch and right. we made it this little story, the little background story in it that um, in this area where you go hiking, uh, people were often getting eaten and disappear. And the only thing that they would find on the trail were their shoes left. So we wrote, made up that story uh, just to have something a little fun to read and to make it more exciting, you know, and uh, that fed into the puzzle. So the puzzle was um, there were some shoes hanging in a nearby tree that you, it was within, you know, a hundred yards of the uh, GZ, but you okay. had to search around in the trees and they were hanging up in the trees. And each one of them, there was four of them. Each one of them had a number written on the sole of the shoe. Right. So find the four of them. And three of those, which you didn't know, uh, were the combination to the lock. So oh, okay. there were so many combinations, you know, I don't, I don't remember exactly how many there were. Um, less than a couple dozen combinations, right. but uh, so you would find that you search around, it kind of tied into the story. You'd find the shoes hanging way up in the tree, and you could see them from the ground. Um, you take those numbers, come back to GZ, and once you found the the container, which was under yeah. a large boulder, um, you could find it, and the container was themed also to uh, to go along with the story and the pictures. And I don't know if you can see much from the the picture that's on the cash page. Yeah, I'm showing the picture real quick, but okay. The uh, there was a picture of a uh, uh, a Sasquatch and the name of the cache, and it was painted up, you know, and then had the little uh, combination lock on it. Oh yeah, that's cool. Um, so all the you know, and the area it's in, which you can't really see because um, obviously we didn't have any spoiler pictures on there, but it's out in in the path in between where we live and Rocky Mountain National Park. So it's yeah. a really pretty area. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I thought was just a little bit of extra effort we put into that one. And, uh, because we tied all the elements in, so pretty location. And this is why I use this one as an example, find a good location. Cause you want to take a geocache should take somebody to a good location. Right. Right. Um, and then, uh, a fun little story on there. You don't have to go crazy into it. That kind of ties into the puzzle. The puzzle was easy. It wasn't right. hard to do. And that took a little bit of time, right? Cause you had to search around find the shoes, then right. figure out which combination it was. And there's no way other than just trying different combinations. Now there's an easy way to go through 
really irrelevant, but there's an easy way to go through that to really cut down on the amount of combinations you have to try. Um, and then a good container at the end. So a good solid container that's still tied in everything. Right. It was really simple. Um, the few people that found it liked it. Um, now, unfortunately, that was in an area that was hit by a like a hundred year flood and yes. the area got wiped out. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that one didn't flood. live very long, but it was it was all the elements together. And that's something to think about. The reason why I brought that one up is if you think about all of those elements, you can really kind of put the whole picture together. And, and you know, it's a little more fun when you put those together. Yeah. Scott was asking, it had nine fines and four favors. That's not bad. That's a pretty good percentage. Yeah. Considering it was only out there for a really short period of time. So, yeah. Um, and it was completely the whole area. I don't mean the cash was wiped out. I mean, the whole area oh, around yeah. the, uh, there's pictures before and after, and it's, you wouldn't even recognize it the same place. The whole elevation of the area change and everything else. So, um, there, there that been was a couple, had to go away. Yeah. There've been a big, there've been a couple of big Thompson floods that sadly have been very dangerous and have wiped out a lot of things and people. I mean, some people have died. That's so very sad. I don't know why big Thompson is the <laughs> epicenter for some of the floods. Obviously the, the way it's where it's located yeah, must be the natural bad. environment. There is really, there's uh okay. There's several reasons to it, but it gets too much to sound like an earth cache. So we're not going to talk about it, but it's a, uh, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of geology junk that makes it uh right. Makes, that it, makes it really susceptible to, uh, to major right. flooding. So, okay. um, yeah. So when, will they dig it up? Technically it is there still, I believe somewhere. Right. If it is though, it's under probably about 40 feet of earth. Right. So I don't even know. The boulders that were originally there aren't even there. So it may be 100 miles away, too. So I would love to recover that one. That was one of our first puzzles. Get out your ground penetrating radar and give a give a shot at it. So, uh, all right. You want to talk about what doing, but the CFO is is messing tonight. She's messing with you because I guess you stole her power cord. It always scares me because I don't know what she's doing. Um, Oh, Memphis and Earth Caches. Yeah, I, that's not a secret. We know he loves them. That's for another show anyway. That's but, for another show. Yeah. Yeah, Direwolf's telling you, you can't bury caches, so stop burying them 40 feet under the under the earth, buddy. In fairness, Mother Nature buried that one, so I don't know that she has a geocaching account. <laughs> um, and anyway, enough of the bullying. Let's, yes. uh, let's move on. All right. You want to go to Cache Hunter? Yeah, so this was another – so the first one I tried to, those four elements I think are pretty good. Location, container, backstory, and puzzle. If you put those in there, those are pretty fun. So this next one, um, I tried some different elements. If you scroll down a little bit, you can see the cache page. I really spent some time on this cache page. Oh, look at that. So made all the graphics on this one. I like it. Um, and if, so you notice what this one is is it's a, uh, it actually links, if you want to hit that play, this may work for our video. Okay. People. The, uh, for the audio people, what he's clicking a play button that's on the cache page and which hopefully on his browser, it'll take him to, it takes a minute to load up. Okay. Um, we'll see if this will load up for you. Okay. Oh yeah, it, did. it came up. Yeah. So you tried it and you use the little arrows on this one and you have to jump. As the guy comes at you, oh, tricky. Okay, well, I see. As you try to get through this, I'll show you how it works. Dang it! You're not good at video games. I am, but 
I'm trying to do both. Try so it. is, it's a difficult video game that Woo. was built. And uh, how it goes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gary is not good at video games. Um, the wrong button. Anyway, go ahead. That's enough so of my bad. Trying to do that at the same time. Game. Um, and what you do is the little cash hunter guy goes through and picks up the different icon types. Right. Um, and he has to avoid all the muggles. So the muggles are running and jumping at him. And if uh, he gets all the way to the end, he opens a treasure box and it gives the code to the actual geocache. Neat. So this was a fun little one that I made a long time ago. I don't even know when that one came out. I'm sure it's on the cache page. But uh, Let's go back because, yeah, I'm not doing well at that. I'll have to mess with that later. Um, this one came out in 2016. Okay, so that I don't even know if that was the first one I did. So I took that one. And uh, kind of like cash exchange, you know, yeah. that we have on our website now that people right. can go and change out. You did, I did the same thing way back then um, mm-hmm. with some people I knew in a couple different states. And I changed, uh, wrote that video game and then changed it a little bit towards the end where mm-hmm. they gave different coordinates. So I did two or three of those um, in different locations and, uh, and hid those. So it was great. Um, that was awesome. People generally like those. Uh, they're hidden in places that don't get, uh, what's the GC? Uh, GC for that is GC674P, as in puzzle, four. Ironically, that is correct. P is puzzle in our yeah, sure is. cash um, dictionary. So there's no cheat code. And I can tell you, so obviously I use like a free game builder to do that one. Yeah. And uh, it's not, so I am not the guy that, program Mario, right? So it is not a high-tech video game. It right. works and it goes through, but it's not it's not the easiest play in the world. So people have to struggle a long time, but I've heard some really funny stories on this one. I've got some interaction back. They're like, I'm a geocacher, but I have a six-year-old grandson, so I got him to go through and beat this for me and got the code. That's uh, awesome. Get through it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Perfect. So on that one, the elements that I think uh, – the reason why I brought this one up is to highlight there's other things you can do besides just putting a puzzle on the cache page. Yes. So this one takes you to a total different site. You really solve it at home, right? It's not, it is kind of play anywhere in that aspect, but you really have to be on a computer. You can't do it on a, I don't believe it works on a phone at all. Right. Um, you have to be on an actual laptop or desktop mm-hmm. and uh, it takes a long time to do. Now it's fun. If you can, play that video game and make it through it. It's fun. It's all geocaching themed. It's a guy jumping on the icons. Right. A lot of fun to do. And it's like the breadcrumb, right? It, I haven't heard too many people that went through it the first time and did it. It usually takes people like 10 to 30 times or so to get through it. Or in my case, four or 500. Maybe whatever. But uh, (laughs) so, uh, so the difficulty is a little higher on that one, even though the puzzle is straightforward. It tells you exactly what to do. You just got to make it through it. Right. So, yeah, I really like that idea because I think too often you and I have seen and many people who are watching have seen where you go to a puzzle page and, you know, depending on how good you are at solving puzzles, you go to the page and you look around and you're like, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I'm just going to do something else. But this right off the bat, you know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Get through it. You're done, right? Um, I I did some. We did some recently when we were doing. We had a Motley Cash and Crew cash run, and I did some beforehand. Me, we have a guy in our group who is like the ultimate 
puzzle guy. Mm -hmm. So I let him do the hard stuff and I got to do like the, um, uh, the Merlin where you click, you know, Oh yeah. Click on the, on all the, all the colors. And there was one where you had to match up, um, like concentration game, but I, I, I'd like to see, and again, this is something we're talking about puzzle creations, but I think Mm -hmm. I would like to see more people create out of the box. And that's my theme for tonight, which is, um, oh yeah. Difficult terrain is most important. Yes. You're right. Owen. Very good. It is. And it's so hard. It is subjective and so hard to do, but I want, I want to see people create puzzles that are completely out of the box. Not you read. I mean, I think Coley Long's book is fabulous. There's some other things too, but I'm not trying to diss that at all. What I'm saying though, is think even outside of his box and he's got a lot of cool puzzle caches in there. I I want people to start thinking even further out. Number one. And number two is I want people to do stuff that they really either are passionate about or really interested in. One of the themes I think you're going to see tonight is all of the caches that we really liked to make were things that we really wanted to make and liked. Right. And, and to follow that up to like, so obviously anything we do tonight, copy it hundred percent if you want to. Right. That's great. But that's not the purpose of this. The purpose is see what we did and see if that sparks an idea for you. Like, Hey, here's how I would have done that. Now you have a brand new creative idea for you. And, not that ours are the best puzzles ever. We're just giving you some examples that we had fun with. And these first two, I usually get really good um, responses back on. Right. Um, I didn't only pull up ones that I got great responses because I wanted to, some ideas that we tried that didn't work. And right. we learned from them. That's coming up as well. But um, those first two, almost everybody loved them. Uh, you know, they're not the most popular caches in the world. They didn't make your 201 book or anything like that. But right. in the areas they were in, people generally liked them. And I even got, like, you know, favorite points are good. And I love getting favorite points. And mm-hmm. we have a show up coming on favorite points too, hopefully. But Yeah, we are. Um, one of the things I like when I feel like I've really connected with people that find the caches is they'll not only um, not only find them and give you a favorite point, but they'll send you an email. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Go, hey, you know what? This was fun. Or, hey, I'd like to create one of these too. Or, this is really neat. And my, my son had a great time playing the video game. I got a couple right. of those, but that's great. That's, that's worth all the, and cause it took a long time to program like that second one with the video game. Again, I'm not a video game programmer, probably a programmer would take him five minutes. It took me weeks, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but I got those emails like, Hey, we had a lot of fun doing this. Right. That to me took a few minutes. It was only a few words, but it was great. So yeah. r- really that's enjoyed that. And that's kind of what I like. Favorite points are great. And don't get me wrong. I love getting favorite points in your cash. It makes you feel good, right? right. Even a little digital thing, it makes you feel really good. Yeah. But sometimes when you get that that email, that message, like, hey, thanks, that's, you're, you got a big head for a week. You know what I mean? You're like, I'm the best. I'm the best cashier in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of what you're chasing sometimes. Not that you do it to please people, but you do it to make it fun, right? Because the same time when we find ones that are great and we're just smiling all day for them, we want to try to put that back out there. So hopefully these will spur some of those type of ideas. That's what we're going for. Yeah. I mean, there's, I, I think too often we have seen more than a, our fair share of puzzle caches where they weren't fun. 
they weren't interesting. They were a pain in the pain in the behind. And when we were done, we were like, wow, that was terrible. I just wasted all my time. Whereas the puzzle cash owner probably thought, oh, I love this. This is so great. This is a great thing. And it's like, was it? Yeah. And you know what? That's Cause cool. Yeah. Because there's a difference between a, a hard puzzle and a non-interesting puzzle. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, there's a. Yeah. And, you know, again, it's subjective, right? Just like it the is. difficulty is very subjective, it's subjective. I think if you if your target is, and what we're talking about is your target is not building the impossible puzzle, or mm-hmm. um, if your target is building a puzzle that people will probably enjoy, these are some things that we found that people enjoy. Exactly. No, you're exactly you're exactly right. So, all right, let let's talk about this next one. Yeah, this next one's kind of. I learned some lessons from the next one. Oh, a crab piano. Yeah. Um, so, uh, GC five one. What is? Oh, uh, GC five one R six three R is a rating. Oh, duh, we rating didn't mention three. So GC five one rating six three. Yeah. So this was not my best f not uh or my best execution ever. So. I thought I was hitting the elements on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the name kind of was an anagram uh, to some hints and it's Morse code, which is pretty standard. But if you'll notice on the page, um, I did the Morse code, then put it into a picture, then put it on the page mm-hmm. uh, because you can't just cut and paste it. So I thought right. that had a little more fun to it. You, you know, normally if you just put Morse code on the page, you can just cut and paste it and put it into a uh, translator right. and gives you the answer. Yeah, it's a photo. Right. So it's a photo because um, I didn't want you to be able to solve it that easy. I wanted to take a little time. Like you have to write it down or type it in separately. Mm-hmm. That makes it a little more fun. The breadcrumb is there. You know immediately what to do. It's Morse code, right? But um, yeah, Christy, in, in fairness to the CFO, she did mention this one was a bad idea. Um, it's not the Morse code that was a bad idea. It was the container. Oh boy. I thought it was funny. It was sometime, I think, when was this published? See if you can tell. Um, published in, um, you hit it in 2014. What was the month on that though? April 5th. Okay. Yep. So, uh, the, in 2013, uh, before that we like to decorate for Halloween. So yeah. I had some leftover stuff. Okay. One of some, one item of that leftover stuff was a large spider. A large hairy spider. Right. Well, I decided this will be funny. I will make a large hairy spider, put a bison tube in its rear end, and that'll be the cash container. Mm-hmm. Not everybody appreciated that humor. <laughs> so, um, to add to that, yep. um, the puzzle took you to a curve in a road. The curve in the road is where the, you know, when you solved it, it was right there at the edge. So it yep. could be up on a guardrail up there, but actually, if you walk around about 12 feet down the hill, but the same GPS coordinates, right? Right. And then do elevation was a hole under there where it was stuck in there. So you had to stick your hand into this hole. Oh boy. And then what'd you grab? You grabbed a big spider. Spider. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> um, not everybody did. Um, right. She, uh, my wife was one of them. Spiders are never funny. <laughs> never, never, ever funny. Um, 
you know, maybe if I just had it where you opened it up and you could see it, but you had to reach in and grab it unseen. Yeah. And it was down in the ground, not right. in the ground, but in kind of a cavity under the bridge. Yeah, yeah. I've done stuff like that. You didn't uh, make the hole. But you found so one. I thought I was doing good. I had a fun, creative container. Right. I had a halfway decent puzzle that took you a little. It's easy, but it took you a, a tiny bit to solve. Right. The location played with the elevation, so it added a little more to it. Yeah, those are tricky. Um, I like that idea. And, uh, but I didn't really research the location that well. So what I didn't, you know, you see this location like, oh, this would be great. No, no, don't do that. So go back and check it a couple times. Maybe be familiar with the location at different times of the year. Yeah. And it turned out that was also a snake's home. Oh, boy. So <laughs> luckily this didn't go really bad. Right. Um, but what I had him doing was reaching into a snake's house, oh, whatever God. that's called. I don't know. Um, right. and, you know, this is Colorado, so we have some unfriendly snakes here. Sure. Um, luckily, the people that discovered this for me uh, discovered this without getting bit. But uh, not wow. just, it didn't. So the whole execution of this one didn't really turn out the best. And I could have done some planning and maybe like check the hole and found snake skins yeah. in it or something, you know. Yeah. Um, maybe I wouldn't have been able to prevent it, but uh, it, uh, mm. yeah, it wouldn't. It didn't work out the best. Plus, there was actually a mistake in the puzzle, too. <laughs> so this was before I had people beta test stuff. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, we hadn't mentioned that yet tonight. Beta testing is a great plan. Get a beta tester for your puzzles. Anything other than, like, a traditional, and maybe even then, yeah. get a beta tester. Have a person that's going to check it out for you because you can't see your own mistakes a lot of times. You can look at it a thousand times, and you won't see your mistakes. If I'd had a beta tester on this, now people still could figure out the mistake that I had on the page and other people, if they get on there and play now act later, they can see the mistake I made. People were still able to work around it and solve the puzzle. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but a beta tester for that location might've been a good idea also because they would have gone, Hey dummy that just moved to Colorado. That's a snake den. You know, don't do that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Beta test is a great thing. Even if you see, yeah. You, you know, um, th that's another thing is it gets into the tot things. Um, <laughs> another tot the kids are good for. That's that's um, right. Their hands are smaller. They have quicker reactions. They won't get bit by that, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. You get oh. one of those, and I've, I actually like using it. It's kind of – it's the, the grabbers, you know, the, the mm -hmm. long grabbers with the thing on the end of it. To, what do they call those? I don't know what to call it. It's got a pole. It's got a grabber on the end, and you got a little handle uh, thing at one grabber. end. I think it's just called grabber. a grabber. It's a grabber? Okay. Yeah. So I've described it well enough, I think. You can get them for like – I saw one the other day on Harbor Freight, in fact, that was like three bucks. Those are super useful to have in your caching bag. Wow. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, I love one. Trash figures are great for CEDOs. They're great for high caches that you don't want to climb it's, the screen. They're great for a lot of stuff. Called a grabber. Oh, but you know what? I think Paul is correct. I think it's, I, I've heard it called a reacher some of the time. Grabbing tool. Thank you. Hey, I can tell you that. Uh, Thanks for sure. all about practice because after I had my hip surgeries and, you know, I couldn't reach and bend a lot for a while. Yeah. I had those grabbers. I bet you I could have written my name with that grabber. I got so good with that thing. I could get everything with it. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, 
Um, all right, let's let's go on. We got several to get through tonight, so let's go to the next one, which ironically has. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's not arachnophobia. It's arithmophobia. You're right. I, I didn't look at it right. It looks like arachnophobia. We were talking about. We were just talking about spiders. Yeah. All right, here yeah, we go. Spiders are on your brain now. So this next one is GC five three six six container. Container. Um, this one. Let's scroll down a little bit, and you'll see. I thought I was being funny on this. I thought this one was okay. Um, uh, it had some. I was focusing more on the cash page and kind of a. Puzzle you could solve from home. Um, so look at that and see what you would start off with first. Kind of describe okay. what you're seeing. I would start off with uh, asking Susan to solve it because I'm not good at arithmetic. But mm -hmm. uh, 3x2, 3x squared minus 12x plus 13 equals zero. Mm -hmm. Three. That's the first line. 3x yep. squared minus 2x plus 9 equals zero. So... Not uh, hard algebra problems, but yeah, I, my guess is x equals zero. Well, um, so uh, <laughs> highlight the page now. Okay, let me go back. Just down there in the description area. If you completely early admit defeat, email us for some help. That's interesting. We haven't talked about that part yet. Yeah. Um, decrypt page. Oh, you gave the you gave the answer. Is that the answer? What does it say? 18. No, it means nothing. So highlight the page up there where you have the math. Problem. I don't think so. Highlight the page. Oh, yeah. like, oh, 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 oh. So if you look. Like that. <laughs> this is, this seems like an electric water boy thing. Yeah. So when you highlight the page, things were white font on white page. Yeah. Do not solve the problem. Do not solve these problems. Do not solve these problems. Do not solve these. Yeah. So what that this is a red herring puzzle. These are fun to me, I think. Um, they may not be fun to everybody, but mm -hmm. so, you know, it's just like when you're in like the third grade and your teacher hands you that assignment and it has all these things to do, like draw a circle and I draw a square inside it. And like the last one says, Don't do anything above, read all the directions first, you know? Right. Um, exactly. This is one of those. So now go down to the so this is, I learned two things. So that picture that right there. It won't work, right? It doesn't work now, but you can click on it. I think I did. The picture's gone. You should be able to click on it now. Let me try opening a new tab. It's you may not, not, Yeah, you may not be able to in our software. Mail to, oh, it's got a mail to and a subject equals. So when you click on that picture there, uh, which is one thing I learned to don't link to somewhere else. So that yeah. picture is no longer active. So it's just like got the empty square. But yeah. if you click on it in the mail to. Yeah, hang on. I'll, I'll, on it gives you the coordinates. I'll, I'll share that screen real quick. Uh, well, hmm. I got it open, untitled. Yeah, I've got an untitled page. Let me see if I can share it screen. So the basic of this puzzle was it's a red herring puzzle. There's a bunch of math problems on there, but you yeah. can't solve any of those. They don't do anything. And then it says if you if you utterly admit defeat and need some help, which is the kind of the ego stroking thing, right? Like you're not going to do that. You can click on the link. The link opens a new email, and the email gives you the the coordinates immediately. I'm putting the banner so we can. This is what was on the page. Yep. 
So you still get the answers. You still find it on the page. Um, that worked when the, you know, it all looked decent right. when people did it. And it was funny too, because almost everybody fell for the math problems on the page. Mm -hmm. um, and the link still works, but you know, that's one of, I, that's one of those early ones before I learned to like host your own images, mm -hmm. geocache and always link to those instead of an outside website. Right. Um, but then, uh, the email solver, it, you know, it opened an email, it gave you those. So that was a pretty fun puzzle. Now here's where I fell down on that one. The final container. Oh no. Yeah. Just an LPC. Okay. In a nice LPC. <laughs> it's like a container in a, um, in a parking lot. It was nothing. And that's okay. But there could have been so much more I could have done for that one, done on that one, and people would have liked it, right? Like, why would I do a red herring puzzle and then not do a red herring final cache too? Or why would I not at least decorated the cache or done something, right? Um, uh, yeah, so I think I think there are times when it's okay, but right. The lesson I learned from that one was don't spend all this time on a really fun puzzle, and that's a really simple one I did early on, right? But people liked it, and then. Right. Just don't put any time or effort into your final container. Um, now, not all LPCs are bad. It's not that it was an LPC. It's that I didn't put any effort into it, right? Like I've done an LPC before where it's got a neat little container mm -hmm. and it's got a label on it and it's funny and stuff like that. That's okay because we like those as well. Um, but that's yeah. what I fell down on that one. So I, I learned a lesson from that one. Uh, yeah, I've seen a couple things. One is if you're doing, say, 12 puzzles for some kind of event that's not going to stick around. Maybe that's, you know, it might be okay. Cause oh, you're just trying to pull, you know, you're trying to crank them out. Um, I have seen, tell me if you think this saves an LPC. We, we, I, I did the Merlin one where you, you click on the buttons um, where you click on the buttons. And you, once you finally get it, it, it was really, it yeah. wasn't really, it was an, it was an older one older website. So it took a little time to get it done. But when it was all said and done, I got the coordinates. We went out with our group. Mm -hmm. We went to the, to the coordinates. It turned out to be an LPC, but the container was one of those little handheld Merlins that had basically kind of law. It was end of life. And they yeah. had, and they had hidden the logbook in the uh, battery portion of the Merlin. Yes. That's great. I think he salvaged, the LPC hide. So here's what I have to say about that. One, that would get a favorite point for me. And here's why. First of all, an LPC, there's nothing wrong with it. Those are good hiding spaces. Right. Um, I always like to, I've never found one. I've been like, oh, that's not good enough. I'm not going to claim it. That's never happened. <laughs> right. right? Um, as a matter of fact, if I pull up to one and I see the little uh, Munzee sticker on there, I'm going to lift it because there's probably a cash under it too. Right. Right. Um, and uh, there's nothing wrong with an LPC in itself. The reason right. why LPCs get such a bad name is because LPC with just a plain container thrown under there is nothing special. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's nothing special. If you've done the work to do a puzzle, stick something in there, especially if you can make it themed to what your puzzle was. Like on that one, it's a Merlin. It's tied into the whole theme, right? Right. Like right. I found ones that were, uh, they're still LPCs, but they're like those little toys. Mm -hmm. and they and tube and it's like a cricket or whatever else is tied into the thing. Instant favorite point for me because they did all the elements. Now this is just my personal opinion and we'll get into favorite points on another show. Yeah. That's for another show. That's for another show. 
But when you tie, when it can be a very simple container, but if you tie it into the whole game, it seems like one fluid experience. Mm-hmm. To me, that bumps the line over for favorite point for me. No, I agree. I'm, I'm like, this person put some effort in. And no. it doesn't yeah. even have to be perfect execution. But when you're putting something out there and it's a uh, it's a kind of a seamless story all the way through, mm-hmm. like the Erlen thing you're talking about, Yeah, I love that. To me, that just, it makes me smile. So, No, I agree. All right, let's talk about this next one, if we may. Uh, is next one "Don't Lose Your Marbles"? Uh, there's no. There's one more before that. Okay. So. Oh, sorry. The um, okay. I got, I got. I had two pulled up, and I wasn't sure which one. Yeah. Prince, so this is um, Princess Rajneesh. Yeah. So, which is not even a hidden thing. It doesn't mean anything. Um, but this was a fun one that I did. It was a more complicated puzzle, um, but it wasn't really mine. So this is kind of one that I helped do, right? Okay. Um, it started out, it was under my daughter's account, the youngest daughter. She wanted a cash on her own account. Right. Um, and she wanted to do a cash that was uh, kind of hands-off for me, but I helped with a couple of the elements of it. She was doing it with her grandmother, my mom, who was also a cashier. So all of those are cashers, right? Um pretty tough if you got 16 solves on the solve the solution page and 73 that weren't that's pretty pretty yeah, big and, and uh the difficulty is on up there yeah because it's a pretty difficult one oh, um, so there's a story to it um it's decorated up a little bit uh it was actually a one terrain field puzzle no it wasn't a field puzzle it's all on the page um it was a, the difficulty was a five and you'll see why in a second. The terrain actually was a one. We actually put the, uh, the badging on there for, from handy caching, which if yep. people aren't familiar with, we've covered it in the past, but we, you know, um, yeah. a long time you can go back and find it, but that's one that, that, uh, people that are knowledgeable or people that, uh, have different abilities yeah. on that side, they can rate and people can tell them like, Hey, before you go to this cache, know this, even though it's right. rated one, here's my thoughts on it. Um, this yeah, one was rated. It still- ended up being rated okay. Yeah, it's really a handicap accessible cache. You could. I wish they were still around. I don't think handicaching is still. They around. are. They're still. Are they? Okay. Yeah. Not cool. many people use them as, as much as they used to, and maybe we can reach out to them and um get more people aware of that. But for people that have different abilities, yes. something like that's very important. And not to get on the sidetrack, right? But this is why we put that one out. Absolutely. We had another relative close in the family that we wanted them to be able to get access to a cache if they needed to. Oh my gosh, it's in the water. How is that handicap accessible? Oh, never mind. That's just the cash. That's not the, <laughs> not the post coordinates. I love that. <laughs> I um, love putting them in the water. I think it was funny. So she kind of wrote a story that went along with this one. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I, we won't go through the whole thing because it takes quite a while because it is actually a difficult cache. Okay. Um, if you click on the pictures that are okay. associated with the cache view gallery. Yep. This, uh, the only reason I'm going to bring this one up is because I learned a lot of things on this one, and this area got torn down. We had to take it up, and um, mm-hmm. I even ended up adopting it from her later, so that's why it's under my account now. And Sure. Um, but uh, so pull up that first picture. The Queen's Clue? Yep, the Queen's Clue. Okay. So this one, uh, inside that picture, and it's kind of mentioned it. So one of the other clues was in the in the body of the cash page. This right. is a second clue, and if you zoom in, you can see how scroll to the top of that picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can read that or not. 
I can see it. The end. Oh, never mind. Let me go back to the right one. Hang on. Hold on. So hidden in that picture is it's a riddle that's hidden in that picture. Um, yeah, I like that idea. And it points to it from the cash page, and it gives you some of the numbers. Golly, Gary. And I'm going to actually not give all the answers to this one because this is a fun one if people ever want to go play with a puzzle and try some ideas. Mm -hmm. um, if you pull up the other picture. Okay, that's cool. Though. Yeah, I see that up there. All right, let me pull up the scepter. No, don't pull it. that. That's just the image. Oh, Kingsclue? Yeah, Kingsclue. If you pull this one up. Eh, let me go back. Okay, hang on. Okay, there we go. Okay. Oh, is Sherry talking about this one here? If so, that's interesting. What is she saying? Oh, I'm talking about a different one. So um, what does that look like to you? The A, A1, B1, C1, A2, A3. So it goes down to 21 on one side. B1, 7, 10, 11, 15, 21. B, bingo? No, it's not bingo. Is it bingo? No. Because no? mm -hmm. there's way too much in there for bingo. Uh, C1, C3, C4, C5. Huh. I don't know. Chat room might be able to help me. It's not bingo. So here's what it turns out to be. Okay. If you, uh, if you label graph paper. Okay. And then fill in those squares on the graph paper. Oh. It makes a QR code. Nice. It makes a scannable QR code that takes you to your next clue. Nice. I wonder if and I'm then, I'm not going to get all of it because anybody wants to go solve that puzzle. It's actually a fun one to solve, even though you can't do anything with it now. It's a fun one to solve. And there's some other hidden links to take you to another page, you know, take you some other down some other rabbit trails. Yeah, but give you the clues, and they're, they're all solvable. Um, it just kind of have to uh, kind of have to right. get some, you know, you have to do two or three steps on each one, right? Like this will lead you right. to something else, and lead you to something else. For me, those are yeah, you color the squares. That's right uh, on graph paper. To me, uh, the reason why I brought this one up, I helped somebody else solve that, you know, build that one or whatever, and some of the things on it, but. Um, while this one was fun is because there's two or three different things that you find, and then there's a next stage, and then there's a next stage. They all take you directly to it. Mm -hmm. But uh, to me, that's a kind of puzzle that I don't know what in puzzle terms what that'd be called, but it's multi-layers. So you do one thing, it takes you to the next thing, it takes you to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Independently, none of those are super hard to do, but you have to put them all together to finally get the puzzle. I like um, it. And those, to me, that's pretty fun. And again, it was tied into the page and we put some pictures on it and she made a funny little name, which the name didn't mean anything to it or whatever. Right. But, uh, I didn't have anybody that found that. And it, I'm always uh, hesitant to put, and I, I, you know, I told her what to put on the rating on this one, to put a five on a rating ever. Because the first one you're going to get is uh, easy puzzle solved in five minutes. <laughs> right, exactly. Or, this is impossible. That one wasn't as impossible, but... Most people on this one did uh, did say the rating was pro appropriate for it. So this was a fun one because there was a story, mm -hmm. uh, multiple layers, but you can solve them all. They were not impossible. Just put it all together made it a, like a fun step-by-step-by-step -step puzzle, which is it's something to think about. Don't just solve one puzzle. Give them a second puzzle to solve. No, that's good. That's good. You know, that's, again – 
we won't really get in probably we don't have time tonight to get into difficulties in, in what oh, no. could should be or train should be. I mean that's and especially puzzles. Uh, yeah, what was the final like? Do you remember what the final was it? Because that's another whole thing. Is the difficulty the puzzle or difficulty the the, the difficulty final? puzzle in this one? And the final was was a pretty obvious one when you got there. Um and you could uh literally walk or roll up to up to the final and, and pick it up. I wanted it to be the terrain just exactly what it was. So <laughs> I think that just that is the idea and change it and let us know if you do because we're always we love creativity. Um yep. I I think though that you're I think that's right. I think and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong or you can correct me if I'm wrong too, because I think most of the time nine times out of 10 or more a puzzle cache difficulty is supposed to be about the puzzle, not the, not the difficulty of the hide. Well, I, I disagree. Okay. But if you we, wish go tonight, we got a three hour show tonight, so I know we got to save that one. And I've only got the tiniest sip left for that. Another show. <laughs> we won't do that. We, won't. We, can't, won't uh, we can't do that one tonight, but you know what? We'll do that one again soon because I know we have different opinions on it and it's pretty funny actually. So, well, do you think we should have a DD slash T rating where there's a second difficulty? You're just really pushing this one tonight, aren't you? I, love um, I mean, if, uh, I, you know I, what? here's what I'll say. It'd be handy. But you don't need it. If you okay. stick with the guidelines that are on geocaching.com, mm. it is incorporated. So um, it is incorporated. Okay. <laughs> We haven't revisited that in a while, so let, let's have that coming up. We can we can do that because yeah, we'll need to because th that's you know what, and I believe it's different on the different cash types too. So we can have a fun one with that one. Tom is correct. Terrain is high and terrain is easy enough to to do, uh, but difficult on a puzzle is harder to figure. He's right; so, they're hard because I can't let it go. Terrain is easy enough, however. People get that more wrong than they get difficulty, in my opinion. Well, true. That's <laughs> that's for any cash, but I think he just meant for a puzzle for a puzzle cash. You're more than likely. Well, that's probably a problem too. All right, let's okay. move on. Because, yeah. See, this. Oh my gosh, it's killing me. I would be upset if I solved a five puzzle and couldn't find it at ground zero because it's a five hide. The problem with that is five is the highest you can go. You can't call it a six. No. So it's still a five. Um, but okay, that's for another show. And that's another show. All right, let's move on to the next one. Because I got so the next one I want to mention real fast, uh, because we're not getting into this show this for the show tonight. Mm -hmm. But um this was one of the gadget caches I did for um fourteener. Fourteener. Yeah. It was we're not gonna get into the because we're not doing cache boxes tonight or whatever else, but this was a treehouse style uh Cat, uh, style cash hung on a tree. It was for a big mega event. It got like 105 favorite points, which is good until you look into the fact that's only about 20% of the people that, that found it. <laughs> um, so, and I think the reason why is the container was really good, but it was a puzzle. And the puzzle was just one of those gimme puzzles that don't really make anybody feel good about it. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so I think it was kind of lackluster in that. Like if it was a puzzle that you got the, the best thing out of a puzzle is that, aha, I figured it out. 
Right. When you just like add something to it, I don't think you get that. Those are fine also when you're doing like a geo art, you know, and it's just a big, huge amount of them. Mm-hmm. But I think while, not that I'm complaining about favorite points, right? Sure. I got 105 favorite points on that one. So I was happy. But the percentage was really low of favorite points. Right. And I think that's the piece that it was missing. There was no fun before you got there. So really, if it was a traditional, I think it would have had a ton of favorite points. But because it was marked as a puzzle, it was lacking something. Do you think possibly... That's kind of all those elements together, right? Is that also possibly because... um, it was at a it was at a mega and people are like oh we're at a mega these all should be like unbelievable catches um, so no i think part of this one in uh it, but it kind of sidetracks into a mega it's not really the uh for this show but um people had to stand in line so they actually didn't get to play with it right you know they just signed the log so most of the experience was taken away by the fact that there's 50 people around the cache and they sure. were in the container down so not a lot of people actually got to play with the whole thing and do it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it also got destroyed. So there's that. But yeah, um, like in the first day. But however, lots of people found it. Um, but I think because I missed that element, it felt like it had something missing to it. Um, right. And there's kind of, you know, all those elements we've been talking about. If you put all those together, it's hard not to make a fun, fun experience. So that's, I didn't want to get into the gadget cash part of it tonight because that's not what we're talking about, but uh, right. that kind of shows you that that one could have been spectacular. However, I kind of fell down on part of it and there's nothing I can do after I've done it. Right. So it's live and learn. I'm, I'm going to put that same design out again, but mm-hmm. make it fun all the way from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I'm going to see how that turns out. No, I like that. But we've only been talking about mine. <laughs> I think now we get to make fun of some of yours. Yeah. What you've learned anyway. Yeah. Um, so fortunately I've only got a few actual ones that I of mine that you can make fun of. Uh, but I do want to bring up a couple potentials. Again, we're kind of want to switch gears a little bit. Cause I want to talk about, as we talked about before the show, out of the box thinking when you talk about puzzles, so I want to, oh, yes, Westwater. Yeah, what's funny, we're going to talk about Westwater. <laughs> Very um, good. Yeah, we're, t- we're going to show that one. Um, so I found something the other uh, yesterday, and I thought, here's a good example of something I don't think, it's probably, no, the, the, there aren't I, I can safely say there aren't a whole lot of puzzles out there that use this because I don't think it's really real well known, but everybody's heard of an anagram or mm-hmm. this was on a show we watched. Susan and I were flipping around YouTube. And we found a thing about synonyms and it was kind of interesting, but the guy talked about what he called anagraphs. And I was like, what in the world is an anagraph? An anagraph is taking letters and splitting them up and then rearranging the bits. So I like this idea for a couple things. One is if you were to put out on the puzzle page uh, a description um, of something like that. Oh, Dr. Paul. He has been on the show before. I 
Yeah. From my neck of the woods, in fact. He puts out some fun puzzles, but we've had him on, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dr. Polly's I'm awesome. glad to see him in the in the chat room. That's awesome. Yeah. I was uh, solving a bunch of his puzzles That's during awesome. this time that shall not be mentioned. I've been solving a bunch of his, so. Puzzle talk. I like that. Thanks, Dr. Polly. Yeah, go back and watch Dr. Polly's show when we interviewed him because it was fabulous. We need to have him on the show again. We need to have you on again, my friend. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He is great. Um, but this idea of finding something like this where you can put it on the page and you could even make it so that you kind of maybe leave a little gap between the b- between the, the letters. And the idea is people then have to physically do something. I liked your idea before about the graph paper. Mm-hmm. Same thing with anagraphs. Somebody would have to write down the letters and then they have to actually almost like cut it with, cut it with scissors and split them up and then try to rearrange them into the, and you have to do it. Obviously you do it such a way that people could, you know, you have to do it ahead of time, obviously. Right. <laughs> but so, so you've split them up and then, Oh, Oh, look, this, this smells, this spells North, you know? Oh, okay. North so- is solved. West is solved. And then you kind of, this makes a three. Oh, I didn't realize it makes a three. I've got so, a question for you. Before okay. you get past it, you just said you have to do it beforehand. Well, the wow. cash owner better. The cash owner has to. No, no, no. I mean, do you mean they have to do it at home? Oh, they wouldn't have to do it at home, but you'd have to have scissors and pen and paper out on the trail. That's correct. That's true. They could. So the cash owner has to work it all out. So it does work as well. No, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. But Mm -hmm. um, since you mentioned that, I think with one of these uh, anagraphs, Mm -hmm. let's say, uh, so the general idea is you do something on paper, Mm -hmm. you cut it out and arrange it. Yeah. So could you, or would that make for a fun puzzle? If you said, here's what you need at this cash. Oh, need a pair of scissors, a piece (laughs) of paper and a marker. Right, that could make for a really fun field puzzle, I think. Uh huh. Um, because you're not going to give them whatever the information. I don't know how an anagraph actually works. I haven't seen this before. I'm going to go watch this video after this. But yeah. Um. So now you set that up. They watch it. Maybe even a QR code to scan the video, and tell them what to do at the oh, thing. Yeah. And then they have to have those tools. Um, yeah. That those things are what bring it to that next level, right? right. Um, especially for kids. If you get a kid out there and they do got to do a craft project when they get there, that could be kind of fun for them. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like this idea. I'm going to steal that from you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's something out of the box. And that's something that that's I want great. I like to that. think about. All right. So next one I want to mention real quick is another, again, something hopefully people, if you're passionate about it, I suggest going after it. Um, which is obscure languages. I always think it's kind of neat. Now, I don't want to make them too obscure because you want people solving the puzzle. You want people doing constant Google searches for three hours. You might, right? but I don't really want people to do that. Again, it's all preference. I, I don't want people spending, maybe three hours is not a good example, maybe 30 hours. I don't want people spending 30 hours searching Google no. and, not, and, not, and never getting to the puzzle. I mean, that's, to me, that's not really, it's too much. Right. 
if you if you market a five five or a five whatever, I'll probably skip it anyway. Maybe that's for a whole other group of people. Yeah, there's a lot of Klingon caches. You're exact. Owen's exactly right. A lot of those out there. Um, find something more obscure. There's a there. I, I was reading about a uh, from the Mongolian dialect. There's one that's almost gone that they've sort of tried to resurrect. I mean, go for something really bizarre if you want to kind of mm-hmm. go that route, maybe. Uh, but anyway, so that's another idea is look for something that maybe even is f- further left, you know, further out in the out in the wilderness from what you see either out there or have seen on a cash page or whatever. But again, hopefully it's something you're interested in. All right. So let me move on to the next item. So before you do, I think you hit on something really good there too. That would be one of we were we should have been making a list, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Of all the elements of a great puzzle cache, but is balancing between how much work at home and how much work out in the field. I like it. You don't have 30 hours at home. Um, but I think some amount of at-home work is great because I love to sit around and, and solve puzzles when I can't go out caching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, if you can bring some of that into the field, that is kind of fun too. So I think that's mm-hmm. one of the elements to really think about is how much do you want it to be doing it at home? It may be 100% mm-hmm. at home, right? Right. Um, or you may want it to be 50-50 or do something out in the field or all out in the field. Um, so I think you can set that up. But if you do that with the thought in mind of this is how you want your story to play out, mm-hmm. I think you can get a lot closer to the experience that you want from it. Yes. Okay. I appreciate the ones. There's a series, I think it's in Fort Worth, that are Star Trek themed. I appreciate that. I mean, I, I'm I was a Trekkie at one point, but um, <laughs> Yossi, he's the Mad Finn, you know. That's Mad, right. That's the way Maybe Mad mind read. Yeah, some of those hey. do seem like they're mind reading, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so all right. Let me talk to you about. Tell me what you think about this idea, and does this make for a good puzzle? A puzzle creation. Remember, we're talking about we're puzzle, puzzle creation. creation. Yes, puzzle creation. So this is one that I created for an event. Um, so it was it wasn't out there very long. Only got one favorite point. It was found eighteen times, but it was all found probably in one day because <laughs> it was at an event. So the idea behind this puzzle was to solve the puzzle you had to go to nine physical caches Mm -hmm. and at the physical caches there was either a it was a viking it was viking themed all the way all the caches were viking themed right so it was all themed together Mm -hmm. the nine physical caches had a rune Mm -hmm. written either inside it on the container or in the vicinity right and I like this idea for that reason that there were it wasn't necessarily because when you got to and I was very specific about this was that um, you get there and it might be in the container. It might be inside of it or it might be on the outside of the container. But there were some that you know, you, you looked at it and you're like it's around here somewhere. So you got to hunt. And so I would like maybe take a little rock. I wouldn't make it too obscure, but I, I took a rock and I would carve. I took a Dremel tool mm-hmm. and I carved in the rune 
mm-hmm. and then left it there. I, you know, I kind of marked it and then I kind of put it nearby so that it could be found. It wasn't, you know, you didn't have to like get on your hands and knees and look, but you had to look a little bit. Right. So what do you think of this idea of bonus caches? It's like a bonus cache. It was actually, it's not, it was a, it was its own cache. It was an unknown. I mean, it was a puzzle cache, but yet. Yeah, technically that would fall into the bonus cache category, it, it right? It would fall into bonus- other ones and yeah, then get it. It would, because if any of those nine disappeared, you're kind of SOL because. Yeah. Um, so that was always, a, always can be a problem with no, those kind of puzzles. I like those. They're hard to maintain. They are. But they're really fun to do. And it right. takes some time to put them together, right? Because you want it to be a, a theme, not just you find seven of my caches and you can find number eight. Right. That's not as much fun. But if it's a whole theme together, mm-hmm. then those are a lot of fun to me. And I've one of the my favorite caches that I've ever found was it was actually based on Legends of Zelda, mm-hmm. and each one of them was a piece of the story. A fun and game. The final mm-hmm. was like this big, cool, decorated up container, and mm-hmm. um, sadly, because it was a bonus cache, one of them went missing, and they had to disable and move and do all this other stuff. But we had a blast doing that, and the whole story together just made you really want to get through the whole thing to get to the bonus. Right. And I love those type of caches a lot. Um, and then Paula mentioned one in here. There's a great series, Teaching Lesson at Home. Many times build something at home, take to the field to solve a puzzle. Oh, yeah. All those where you have to do something at home, like cut out a sheet of paper or whatever else and take it to a sign. And mm-hmm. whatever you have to do, you have to do something at home, then go into the field and use that piece and then get the core. I love those. I, there's probably a name to it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But that where you have to do those multiple stages like that to – and if you don't, if you just like pull it up, you're like, uh oh, I don't have the tools for this. Yeah. Those are great. Um, those are great ones to do. But okay. the bonus caches are great too. I, I love those if they're a good, well done series. They're just really hard for the cache owner to maintain. They are. They are. Um, all right. So let me ask you about this one. And this kind of gets into the uh, area of I'd never seen one of these before, but I like the idea. Um, it's called Westwater and what it was, was a very, I th- it wasn't really that obscure. I'll show you the parts to it. I even told him Google's your friend. I mean, what else do you need? People had a little struggle with this, but it's a list. And I even highlighted words, chisel, uh, adult, Prefer. I don't know if you've ever seen a, a PGP list. Have you ever seen this before? Never heard of that. Okay. So see, PGP list, I think, is a good uh, – in fact, I'm going to pull up that. I'm going to give you the PGP list. There's a there's a Google page for it. But you gave them some breadcrumbs. I gave them breadcrumbs. I, I didn't tell them what – I even told them it was a pretty good puzzle, which that's not what PGP means. But I told them it was <laughs> – a PGP word list, therefore, it's called pretty good privacy word list, right? Mm-hmm. It's a or also it's called a biometric word list. But check this out. Look down here. Look at these. Look, I mean, don't tell me this ain't built for a puzzle cache. Come oh, on, it is. Any list like that that you can point people to with numbers on it. That's oh yeah, cool. isn't that awesome? Here's now our- it's got two words. It's got an even word and an odd word, but still. You can hunt the you can hunt for a word in here. Oh yeah. I mean, so I use the word chisel. 
So you hunt for the word chisel somewhere in here. Let me cheat. Chisel. Okay, there it is, 33. So north 33, right? Yeah, there you go. So there you go. So the but I guess the so you can create a word list or a bi the biometric fingerprint, blah blah blah. So I think that was a uh, the reason I brought that one up, and because the reason I liked it, puzzle difficulty, and how many people will actually solve, regardless of how fun it is. So yeah, Castellan's comment there was uh, it's the balance, right? So like you're talking about this one, yeah, you're leaving them with breadcrumbs. If that would have been an impossible puzzle, zero to a few people would find that, right? It well, yeah, and, and so that balance between how many people do you want to find it? If you mm -hmm. only want one person to solve it, make that impossible puzzle. Just know that it's going to cut down on the number of people that find it. If you make it too easy, people are going to probably rush through it. You know, mm -hmm. feel like they really did anything. It's that balance of what you want to put out. Right. So like with that puzzle, I don't know how many people found that one, but they felt like they earned it when they found it. Yeah. Pretty much the Motley Cashing crew found it. You know, it also depends on where you're at. If I'd have built that and put it, in Dallas, my the the fines would have been different. It all depends on where you live. I mean, mm -hmm. we don't have that many cashers in our town, so you know, I, I will typically have folks, you know, you know, like William here. Uh, you know, William he, he'll drive all the way out here. He lives in the DFW area, but he'll drive all the way out here for a cash, but there aren't a lot of people that might come that far. Right. Um, but uh, again, I, I agree. It, 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 everybody has their own expectations of what they're going to find and what they can't, you know, what they, what, what's available for them. Um, but finding something like that, I think was kind of neat because you don't see it very often. So maybe that's an idea for a, pu for puzzle creation. So, you know, that, that's kind of where I was going with that. All right, last one on my list was this one, and I'll tell you. And the reason I brought bring it up is because it was kind of had a problem with it. So, <laughs> so you can kind of go after me for this. But I had four favorite points, but it was found uh, twenty times. Four favorite points. I don't know. That's not too bad. So here's what happened with this one. Um. And it was themed because I, I did a whole series out here, uh, Jesse. I, I think you might have found some of these, but I had superheroes and supervillains. This is the Riddler, supervillains number two. I had about, I don't know, about 12 of each superhero, supervillains. It's kind of fun. Some of them were like, um, I have an Iron Man one that's still, still alive. It's been out there for I don't know how long. And it's mm -hmm. an actual Iron Man uh, figure, figurine, but it has a, yeah. I drilled a hole in the, poor iron man's back and i stuck a uh it's not a bison tube but it's like what if you buy a bison tube sometimes it comes with a little vial and mm -hmm. a little plastic vial inside i use oh, the yeah. plastic vial tiny thing that's still alive so you know this one is gone the container got trashed and i just didn't want to you know I, I felt it had, it had it had run its course right uh but i made it a three and a half i think my i think my difficulty was valid Train one and a half. It was in a location that uh, wheelchair semi accessible. That's why I put one and a half because I mean you you could get there, but I didn't want to make it a one because that's for another show. Mm -hmm. But I hope you have something left to drink. 
But in fact, the CFO <laughs> hooked me up. So we're all good. right, you're rolling again. So you say it all you want now. <laughs> say all I want. Okay, I will do that. So it's kind of neat. I don't know if you let's see if I can show you this a little better. So incoming transmission and it's DF. F D V F V F G F X. So you got this long line of letters, right? Right. Base big, big letters. So the way you solve this is you had to kind of hunt around with what you had. Um, and I even mentioned this Lieutenant Colonel, Lieutenant uh, Painvin, Painvin mm -hmm. guy. Um, I used events. Remember old events? Yeah. Okay. Which is not there anymore. Gone, yeah. Which is the theme of this one. Yeah. Um, so you hunted around and you found a cash page or a web page mm -hmm. that would help you solve this, okay? Here's what happened. I had found a pretty obscure page that was to use for solving. So... Not too long. Well, I'm not sure how long. Sometime between the last find or the one of the finds and then the next find, mm -hmm. there's a there was a gap in there. In that gap period, that page was gone. That web page disintegrated into mush and was gone. So uh, a friend of ours was in town from another city, came in, um, was going to solve this one. Contacted me and said. The cash page, the, the the web page that the cash is pointing to to help me is gone. I go, great. So there is something as a cash creator you mm -hmm. want to be careful of is pick something. If you're going to give a clue, a breadcrumb, make sure that breadcrumb, breadcrumb, and you're not always going to be perfect. No. But <laughs> at the very least, be a good cash owner, which I wasn't, and check it periodically <laughs> so you brought up a good point that i consider online the same as offline cash maintenance mm -hmm. you should check them every, especially if they don't get hit every day right you should do an online check of your cash page we've talked about this recently but this fits perfect in the puzzle realm if you're going to send them somewhere else like that you should go in every once in a while and just check your cash page out check the links check everything else mm -hmm. to make sure it's all still working that's just as important as making sure the container's there no absolutely so I learned a valuable lesson and mm -hmm. um, I actually got it back. I, I found a page that was seemed more stable. It was more familiar. I was able to, which had the same kind of breadcrumb. I was mm -hmm. able to redirect it and put it back out there and mm -hmm. sort of it, it survived until the, the container got destroyed. And I felt like it was time to put something else out there. So that was good. Um, <laughs> Clean up all those photo bucket watermark issues. Yes. Oh my gosh, how many of those have you seen out there? Oh, a ton, a ton. So, just a cautionary tale. Thanks. Websites don't always actually. I I do appreciate that a lot. I love when people do the just check the did their online maintenance and they mark it as well. Yeah, yeah, and um, I'm always available. I know you are too. As far as uh, if you're if you get contacted by Cause I want people to find you. you I want people to find them mm -hmm. in this case. It wasn't, it, it literally was a broken cash page. So I was more than, more than willing to stop down if I had time and go fix it. So, 
Yeah. Cash line, you know, Jeff's correctly. Broke images are a huge annoyance of puzzle listing. That is correct. You know what? Uh, that gives me an idea. And I don't want to get into a brainstorming episode, although we should probably do that soon too, right? Mm-hmm. So now I'm thinking I'm going to make a puzzle and I'm going to put a fake broken link on there. <laughs> and have a break. Yeah. So it looks like it's a broken link, but it's really not, you know, like right. remember from it. People will get so mad. Oh, you're right. Click on it. It sends them like to another puzzle or some just totally random link. I love it. Cause you can like, take that bucket watermark thing. Like right. this is an important picture. And then they click on it and it like takes them to some random government website or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to make one of those. I just decided. Okay. That's good. That's good. Uh, all right. We're coming to an end tonight. I do want to, we didn't get to talk about our new sponsor. So can we take a minute and do that? Let's do it. All right. So uh, we were, we had a meeting this week with our new sponsor and um, I guess uh, there you go. Right in the rain. So we had a meeting and right in the rain is now an official sponsor mm-hmm. of geocache talk. And right in the rain is going to, and maybe you might've seen it. We put them on the webpage, but we had a great meeting with them. We have a lot of, of things already kind of in the planning mm-hmm. right in the rain. So we're excited to be partnering with them and it's going to be uh, really cool. We've already got some things in the works. Um, there's, Oh gosh, there's, um, probably going to end up be a, a cash out at their location. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you more details uh, when we get to that point. For me, I had to cough. Um, but we have some other things in the works with right in the rain. So very excited. Um, the coupon code we did in March was a tremendous success. So thank everybody for making their purchase in uh, with Ryan in the Rain. I know mm-hmm. you and I got, I know you and I bought stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I got bought, a whole stack of stuff. I took advantage of that discount. Yeah, I bought the paper, which mm-hmm. is just awesome because I want to make, I want to use, and I have already started to make uh, log books of varying sizes. That's the beauty of having a whole thing of copy papers. I can make them for nano size or micro size or even larger. Well, you know, larger. Oh, I got, did you get a pen? I haven't got a pen yet. Oh, which I, I got a pen and I got a pen and a whole stack of the. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So these are awesome. These four by sixes, which I didn't know there was, was number one forty six is because they were four by six, but these right in the rain notebooks are tremendous. Um, but cool stuff in the works with them. I am so happy to have them on board. Um, they are excited to work with our uh, our folk uh, mm-hmm. who listen to the show, and, and um, they fit the mold of our sponsors, right? Like we've said before, um, you know, we want to work with sponsors, and, and sponsors help the show and help us do some things with the show. Yeah, but every one of the people that we um, that we work with for the show is somebody that we absolutely believe in their products. So. Exactly. Yeah. If we can't believe in the product or we can't truthfully endorse what they do, mm-hmm. we're, they're not going to be affiliated with the show. So it's that's why we're really selective with who we work with. And, okay. uh, you know, we're not Nike. We're not ESPN. We don't have to have 5 million sponsors. Sponsors absolutely help, right? They're great. The, the sponsors we've worked with in the past have actually helped us 
get the show, get prizes, get the word out, everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why we've been so selective. It's been a long time since so we added a sponsor. And uh, right in the rain, it's hard to argue with the quality of the stuff. And if you ask anybody out there, like I didn't realize – I didn't realize the scope of it. I just figured everybody knew about it. And mm-hmm. if you see a right in the rain, you know, waterproof log, it's, it's right in the rain. Right. There's not a lot of competition there. They are the ones. And hopefully over time, they'll become that benchmark standard in geocaching. Mm-hmm. I think they're very interested in doing that. And if we can spread that and improve the game in the way that you don't come across these, you know, ripped up receipts, you come across a right in the way, you know, a waterproof log all the time. Yeah. I feel like we've done something great. So I'm happy to work with them. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to work with them and they're excited to see their product used that way. So um, I, I can't yeah. say enough good things about them. That's why I bought all kinds of them have a big old stack over there. Oh yeah. No. So there'll be more in my law. That's what's going in my caches in the future for sure. Oh, absolutely. There'll be more. Um, there'll be more opportunities. What we think people should go ahead, you know, obviously purchase now because they great products, great, uh, great prices. I think there will be times down the road seasonally that we can do uh, some more uh, coupon codes as time goes on. We've got another thing that we're excited about that we're working with in the back. Another one of those things I, I can't talk about. There's several of those now, Jesse, I've got a whole list, um, but yeah. Um, and then just to wrap up one thing is I talked to them about, and this is something I think really feeds into the reason why I was so happy to get them as a, as a sponsor was, you know, I asked them about, well, how's things going right now? And like, well, we're considered an essential business. And I go, and then it's, it took me a second. I don't know why, but it took me a second. And I realized, Oh, they make all the products for firemen. Oh yeah. First responders. First responders are using right in the rain because they're out in the, they're out in the elements. I mean, police, police officers use the books pretty much every time you see a police officer writing, you know, notes after they stop somebody and they have to make a note military. Thank you. So man, that's, that fits exactly with what we're about. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I couldn't be happier working with them. So, yep. So again, there's, there's some more um, surprises down the road. We've got things we're working on, um, you know, it's exciting what we're, what we're being involved with. Um, so again, we'll see everybody Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very excited. No, no, we'll see several people Monday. Monday. Yeah. We, we got, some right. yep. yeah. got the book club. There's you still have time. If you join uh geocache talk, we will put you right into the book club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see you Monday, hopefully. And then we'll see you Tuesday and then Wednesday geocache talk presents come out. And then, We'll see you uh, next Sunday for a really cool show about the original internet. So Books. here's what's also funny is we didn't, there's one other thing we didn't mention. We have okay. another podcast coming out for the patrons. Oh yeah. We got another, another yeah. episode of that's coming out tomorrow too. So yeah, another episode of, of yeah, the geocache talk uh, podcast uh, for patron podcast comes out tomorrow. Our goal is we have to turn on the news all week long. No, just, just read about fun stuff, watch fun stuff, laugh. Don't listen to any of that other stuff that's going on out there. Yes. Yes. All right. I think that's it. You ready to wrap up tonight? I yeah. Um, covered it. Unless I forgot. Covered a lot of fun stuff. And I actually have one thing that I can't yeah, up right now because it is one of my active caches that hadn't been out that long. But after, I, but I was dying to talk about it. 
Uh, it's an angle on the bonus cash, but I'll have to talk to you about it once we go off the air and maybe we'll, we'll post that for patrons. I can't do it broad because yeah. I know it's part of an event, but it was mm-hmm. a really different way to do one of these things. Okay. I want to spoil it for the people that are in the area. So maybe after we hang up, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what that is. Okay, cool. That'd be awesome. As soon as we get on one of these shows, it I, it's hard for me to slow down and not start brainstorming all kinds of ideas. It goes crazy. But I'm with uh, you. I think this was a good start on some ideas and hopefully people got some ideas from this and kind of think about those elements and uh, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll post those somewhere. The elements of a, of a fun puzzle cache. It's a good idea. Yeah. I'm going to go through tomorrow probably and I'll get all, I'll get us up to date on show notes. I'm, I'm a couple, couple weeks behind. I'll get all the show notes up. I promise tomorrow by, by tomorrow sometime. I'll have all the show notes updated. So if you want to check out what we talked about tonight, it will be up on the website. So perfect. All right. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight as well as our new format. Please email us your comment at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. All right. Good night, everybody. Everybody.